Your audio sounds like the uh, the sexy, kind of smooth-talking NPR uh, that I would expect the high-quality podcast to emulate these days. Yeah, it's nice. Huh. Well, that's <laughs> that's good. That's exactly what I was going for. That is uh, that's all we strive to do here on uh, on the show. So yeah. All right. Well, with that said, welcome to episode sixty-one of Pixel Raiders Land Party Podcast. Uh, we're just four friends who are pretty much family, mm-hmm. uh, who just love video games and shooting the shit about games. Exactly. Can't wait to talk about it this week. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been kind of a hell of a week actually since last week. We'll have, uh, we'll have Tristan join us a little later in this episode, but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been sort of, oh, like a big week for oh hey hello wow what exact specific timing you're exactly one minute late that's all right that literally is not going to be an edit for you listeners we will literally <laughs> just said tristan will join us later in this podcast and here he oh, is sorry i'm I, the summoner I'm, late. <laughs> I'm the summoner perfect timing gg gg scrubs uh yeah so we're we're in our 60s now man like i feel like we've feel legitimately bones graduated from baby scrub get good level uh podcast to full-blown actually still on the airwaves podcast and yeah that's really cool we're on the road to 100 now we are and it's all thanks to you listeners should we call there. it the road to 75 first no <laughs> like no, 70, man. no like by listen. 75 it'll be like fall is that is that right i guess 15, we do it weekly 15, yeah 15 i mean it's like a weekly we're banging these out so yeah, that probably would be fall. We're gonna have to. Speaking of, we're gonna have to like pre-record some of this stuff so my voice can get in I mean, when I'm on my honeymoon. Like, it'll be like mid-August. When I'm fifteen uh, weeks from now. That's right. Yeah. So some of you listeners may not know, but I'm getting married in in uh, in August. So there'll be there'll be a small airwaves bump where I'm not there unless we fake it. And I'll you know what I'll do? I'll make you guys like a lexicon of my voice. You know Can how you they just did that with record Star Trek? yourself talking yeah. about nonsense for like a half hour? And yeah, then we'll just and have you just Tony like clip in, in, clip in like ten minute segments where it's just me going like, "Yeah, I totally agree," or "Nah, dude, that's wrong," or "Dope." Just little sound effects and then <laughs> <Little> sound bites. <laughs> like a, I'll, I'll just make yeah. a soundboard. A yeah, just make a soundboard, soundboard, and you just you just like insert it, and we'll see if anybody notices. It'll be like Home Alone two, where he's like, "How do you do?" <laughs> I'm not uh, afraid anymore. Yeah, no, honestly, I think that I think that would be really great, and I think we could totally make that happen. There are apps for this. I mean, we could we could appify this process. There's apps for everything. So, let's get this underway. What have you guys been playing? Will you go first? Because that's the way it goes. You damn right, Goggle Boy. I have been playing. Thank you for my using my professional title there. Uh, <laughs> this is this is what I bring to the table when I go on on interviews and I'm like talking to game developers out in the wild. I'm like, oh yeah, you can look me up. Just Google that asshole with the goggles, and you'll see. <laughs> you'll it's see you and like a GIF of young Anakin Skywalker in a pod racer. That's pretty <laughs> much actually. Can somebody Photoshop that? I would probably really enjoy seeing that. I've <laughs> Antonio. Oh, uh, all right, so listen, I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Tumbleseed, and I think we should talk a little bit about that today. So I won't go too in depth, um, but my short overview. I wrote a, I wrote a review. Uh, I loved it. It's, it's really difficult, and it's difficult. 
You loved it. All you guys have been doing is talking shit about it. Yeah, because it's it's one of those games. It's like Dark Souls, man. Like I love to talk shit about Dark Souls, and I hate it while I'm playing it. But then I like sort of, I don't know. It's like an abusive relationship with games like that, where they like beat me, and then they're like, "Oh no, baby, it's cool. It's whatever." And then you you like go back to it. I don't know. This this game is not quite that bad, but it is brutally hard. And it makes me rage quit all the time. But when I make any progress beyond where I was and plant another flag seed, I feel really accomplished. And I don't know. I like I want to discover all about the seeds. I want to know more about the story. I want to know what happens on like the third stage. I want to know what's beyond the world that I've seen. And fuck those spiders. That's, that's what I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, really. Oh my god! And the snakes, the floating snakes are ridiculous. Devs, yeah. you you know exactly what I am talking about. Anyway, Tumble Seed, it's out for Steam, Switch, uh, PC, and Mac, Xbox, Place. Uh, no, not Xbox. PlayStation Four uh, is the last one for that, and it's fifteen bucks on all those. It's great, but uh, be prepared to like strap in for not a chill puzzler, but a holy shit, I'm sweating puzzler. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. brutal. It's brutal, but you can check out my review. It's hosted on pixelrader.com. Uh, check that out. Let me know what your th- thoughts are, whether you disagree. I've also been playing, and we'll, we'll talk about what I like about it later. Uh, I've also been playing Mario Kart 8, and we discussed this last time, why it's super good. I still haven't changed my mind from last episode as to the lack of chat support being <laughs> being <laughs> a Switch problem and not a game problem. Tristan, Definitely a game problem. I know I'm not going to talk about it because I don't have Danny here to be on my side. She's, she and can't I'm back not you about up. To be, I'm not about to be double teamed. She not, can't back you up, and you would get double teamed. Well, that's a smart decision. Life. Hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, let me look it up here. I ran a poll. What was the poll and results? I'm that gonna... wording, yo, the wording on that poll was questionable at best. I had to read it three times for it to make sense for me. So Why? I'm just, I'm, I like, I got it, but I was gonna say like something simple, like Team Tris and Danny, Team Antonio and Will. Yeah, but that means people would have had to most definitely 100% listen to the podcast. Episode. I guess that's huh. a secret Easter hey, egg, isn't it? Why don't it? you huh. read? Why don't you read those results on that poll, Antonio? I'm about to and see. So, what the, the people question, think. They're the, dump on the, us. Question, the, they question, the question that Will thought was so confusing that's not confusing is... It's pretty confusing. If you, it's not confusing. If you had to dock points for a lack of chat support in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where would you do it from? Here are the choices. Mario Kart 8 review, Nintendo Switch review, or both. 67% of people were wrong and said Mario, <laughs> Kart, and said Mario, Kart, Mario Kart 8 review. <laughs> 25 percent of people were correct were correct and said mm. nintendo switch review this is a totally biased poll and i love and it eight percent of people were half correct so they said both so i'm gonna take four of that eight percent so we got 29 percent, which means we're gonna round up to 30 so that's we got pretty 30% good percent of people that said nintendo switch review and i don't know where the rest of the polls were at yeah that's crazy yeah, I don't know what the people have for. spoken. No, man. Uh, I mean, I guess like <laughs> I respect the poll. I respect the listener. I respect the fact that people actually like fill these out, and I really do appreciate that. But you guys are wrong, and mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. for sure the it's Nintendo very Switch. Very interesting. No. that you guys are so quiet about this. It's interesting that you made all these fake accounts to 
vote <laughs> in our poll. He probably did. <laughs> um, so I just want to say I ran another poll. Thought this was interesting. I asked, "What's your primary home console you spend most of your time playing?" That is that was a good question. Twenty nine percent of people said PlayStation Four. Uh, I actually said that as well um, because I thought about it and. Before the Switch came out, that was pretty much all I played on. So mm-hmm. I, I actually went with PS4. Um, 13% of people said Xbox One. I voted for this. And 58% of people said Nintendo Switch slash Wii U. I threw Wii U in there because... It's still, it's still it's a valid console. Base. It's install yeah. base. is super tiny. I don't know. I think that... It's you know the switch is the new hotness and everyone has one. So. The switch uh, is a new they're hotness. Gonna be, they're going to be like, yeah, everybody man. everybody has one. You better watch your words, Tris. I don't think everyone has one. You're going to get some hate mail. Here's the thing. Please, God, send us hate mail. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, No, listen. Send us mail about how I'm correct about this Mario Kart 8 thing, and they're totally fucking wrong. You can uh, send us and have a group chat with us on Twitter under hashtag Tristan is wrong slash pixel raider <laughs> that's, a, that's not how hashtags work that's that, pretty that much not that's not how just just hashtag tristan is wrong there you go we'll find it we'll find it we'll find you our people will reach out to your people listen we all agree here except for those of you who are incorrect about the <laughs> fact that <laughs> actually across we're the not, board we're everyone not agrees get, we are not going to get into it we're done with this we thick will what do you but we do need we do need chat support and we all sort of agree with that so that's fine yeah we do okay uh, all right I've also just acquired, because it's on sale, and I'm really excited, like right after we get off this podcast, I'm going to play this, Republic Commando is available for $2 on Steam right now. The remake? No, it's the same game. It's the OG edition. Mm-hmm. It's the OG edition from 2000, and what is this, 2007? Hold on, let me, let me see this. Yeah. And... Uh, and it's still really good. And for those of you out there who used to love the Star Wars games, this is one game, 2009, sorry. Uh, this is one of those games where I really was hoping for so long that a sequel would come out. It was well-designed. The story was thoughtful. The the gameplay was innovative for its time. You could control up to, what was it, three of your squad mates uh, and send them around the map to like destroy battle droids and stuff i mean it was just a really cool game so two dollars on steam until the eighth for the super star wars sale i didn't really see anything else in there that i wanted to acquire uh so i'm gonna play the shit out of that and then i've been pondering and i didn't know if you guys had picked this up yet i've been pondering getting prey Hmm. what are your thoughts dissuade me or persuade me or tell me you don't care i mean my thoughts my thoughts would be did you play the beta I did not play the beta. I mean, did not you the play beta, the demo? Did you the, de- the demo? Did no. You, did you play Doom? I did. I did play Doom. I did not buy Doom. Did you like Doom? Not enough to buy it, apparently. Okay. Well, it's the same engine, but mm. instead of demons, you have aliens. So do with that what you will. Oh, that's mm, that's that's sort of a that's, that's a really simplified version of what the game is. I'm sure. That's a Tristan version. But it also could be accurate because the first Prey looks I'm just, nothing like this Prey. I'm just biased because it's not the Prey 2 that was supposed to be. That's what well, I was saying. Yeah. It doesn't look at all like what the sequel was going to be. Not to mention the sequel that was, first off, like shown in the first game, mm-hmm. which was kind of weird. They were like, get ready for Prey 2 as the game boots up. You remember yeah. this? You remember this? There was like a whole ad in the game. I want. I actually somebody out there is. I'm is just talking about. No, like the, it was actually in this game. And the Prey I would love 2, to know that. The Prey Two concept art stuff that was all Blade Runner. Yeah, 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 that yeah. That was gonna be really dope. dope. Yeah. yeah. 
then it got canceled and then bethesda was like hey we'll buy, we'll buy stuff and then sue people for using the name mm-hmm. yeah that was some bs yeah. that was some shit but oh, I yeah, mean, the I'm, pray the pray for the gods or whatever game. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the news. I think that's worth mentioning. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. So uh, the that, that's about it. I, I've been debating. I've been debating getting it, but I guess I'll hold off unless some of you out there are like, I love it. It's super good. But I would love to know out there what the uh, what the general consensus is. If you have, wasn't it the up. original question, what have you played? It is, but okay, it's uh, it's something that I am pondering playing, and I think that's mm-hmm. valid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, what about you? Uh, boy. So we just recorded on Monday last, <laughs> and nothing, nothing much has happened. So just Mario Kart, dude, and uh, some you Mario Golf. Mario, Co- Mario Golf is still on your... On your it's, it's always. Forefront. Always. Infinity. Yeah, and then some Battlefield One. How how is that worth getting? People keep telling me I should get that. Uh, not for console. Well, I don't know. Do you love Do you love first person shooters? Slash... Not particularly. I mean, I Do enjoy you... them, but I don't. If you look at my Steam library, it wouldn't reflect that. It's it looks pretty. It's got a cool campaign from what I've hear, but mm-hmm. I I literally only play it when I'm playing with my friends. Like it's 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 that game. I I wouldn't play it if it wasn't to play with other people. Got you. So I can I can recommend it as far as do you need a game to play with a group of people, uh, and it's fun for that. But holy crap, is it buggy on console? Like I hope the PC version is worlds better because the console version of that game, mm-hmm. despite all of the updates they've done, it's it is busted in places. <laughs> like I've just straight up had it like. The screen will be totally black once a match loads, but I can hear stuff going on around me and I can see player icons, but I can't see what's happening. Oh, or I remember that was a big thing for I'll a while. I'll get stuck in geometry or I'll press pause and it'll like take me back to the main menu and I can't nice. rejoin the game. And it's There's all kinds of problems with that game on console, but it's what they play, so that's what I play. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. I don't well, want to shit. Uh, I don't want to shit on it because I, I haven't, I haven't gotten the full experience from it. But from what I can tell you is it's you know it's typical not, it's EA, quite... typical EA first person shooter. And there's yeah. this fucking thing with that game where it's like, they give you these super OP guns that you have to play for fucking hours to obtain, or you can you buy them. For it. Oh, Oh, that's lame. Yeah, I hate. Well, of course that's an EA thing. So of course there's like this series of like four or five guns that everybody uses in that game, and it's so annoying. And And you need them to to keep up. Right. There's like this one. There's this one assault rifle called the Hellraigle, uh, for the assault class, and it's just world class better than every other gun in that class. So it's just ridiculous trying to keep up with that, and I just don't have time for that. You know. See. To me, that I don't enjoy. That's why I kind of enjoyed. That's why I enjoy Battle, uh, not Battlefield, Overwatch more than this because right. it's all set in its ways. Exactly. You're. Yeah. I mean, they, they're tweaking damage counters, but there's a team. It's like their whole job is balance. Yeah, I'm like, not even a huge fan of the way like Call of Duty does it, where it's like you gain experience per gun the more you use it and stuff. Like that's more of a fair way. But yeah. I think the best way to do it is. The first Black Ops game, every time you you got achievements or like milestones with a gun, you would get a budget of money, and you could put that into whatever you wanted. So 
you could unlock your personal favorite loadout pretty early in a class yeah. and, and have that work for you, which I think is the best way to go about it. Because you shouldn't be penalized because you haven't put the same amount of hours into a game that other people have when it's multiplayer. Yeah, and I that's agree just, with you. You know, if it's a competitive shooter, you need to keep it competitive for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where if you're in it, you're you must now be Grandmaster. It's the same reason people don't play uh, right. like, you know, what's that other game that I don't play anymore? Halo? <laughs> that one. The Division? Yeah, The Division and some some other shit like that. Like that kind of level stacking against new new players is really problematic to me. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Uh, I haven't really played much else this week. That's cool. We got some new stuff coming out. Today's the fifth. There's some new new drops coming soon. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about yep. that. Tone Brown. Uh I've been playing let's see. Um Mario Kart eight. Hell yeah. Uh what else? Uh Dragon Boy and um you said you tried playing some more horizon zero dawn a little bit right you did mention this uh not not really not enough to not not enough to count that um i was gonna play it today however i ended up playing subnautica for a while instead yeah you did uh runs way better i have a i have a uh 2016 13 inch retina macbook pro and it runs worlds better on that than it does on Xbox One. Um, I'm able to run it at the highest water settings, mm-hmm. and I turn on. I run it at 720p, um, highest water settings, and I use the recommended graphic settings, which aren't the minimum. They're kind of somewhere in the middle. The game looks great, uh, and I get anywhere from like 35 to 55 frames. Um, so not the best, but Still, there's still some there's still some significant pop, but it's not bad, right? Uh, like load in. Not really, no. I mean, I'm still in the shallows though. Oh, uh, did you have you do you have like your? So I did. I did. Yet or no? I did cheat a little bit because mm. this would be the fifth or sixth time. Oh, cheats. Whoop, whoop 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 whoop. This would be like the sixth time I had to start over from scratch. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spawned some stupid stuff that would take him a while, like a wiring kit and stuff like that. But I'm building on sure. my base. Um, uh, in Windows, it runs way better. Tristan, you got you got a problem there? <laughs> exhale. You got an exhale problem? He's, no. He's he's huh? he's, huh? he's no dismayed by how much we love this game and how he's, often he's we bring dismayed, it. Up. He's dismayed by everything. He is All dismayed right. by everything. So, um, true. Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, when you exhale like that all the time, hit it's it. Just like, hit damn. it. Damn. Tell me about. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to stuff a sock in <laughs> Fucking edit all this out. Anyway. Tell me, tell me about uh, your game. Runs a hell of a lot better on PC than, than Mac. Mac is. Is that right? You think the Windows side handles it a lot better? What do you mean, think? I know it runs better. I could tell from the opening sequence. The opening sequence was choppy for me. In the Mac side, yeah. Oh, you, if you if this. you have boot camp, you should def, definitely run it in Windows, dude. I get way better performance. Hmm. Way better performance. Hmm. Yeah. 
All right. That's, all right. I'll give that a shot. That's but then I have to load my for you. game save again. Uh, maybe not. We'll oh, see what well, happens. that's the worst part is it doesn't have cloud save. Oh, my God. This game needs cloud save like nobody's business. As an alpha, I mean, I get it, but uh, let me export them or something. Tell me where it's kept. Let no, me I mean, load it. You could, you could probably tinker around with that part. Mm. Anyway, that's... Oh, I've been playing Tumble Seed 2. Uh, and that's all I've been playing. Cool. Cool. Well, what's in the news? So, in the world of PlayStation, Horizon Zero Dawn is receiving an update next week to version 1.20 that adds multiple new features to the game's photo mode, like having Aloy look directly at the camera, being able to change her pose, and more. Uh, There's also going to be other features unrelated to photo mode, such as a slider for camera and aim sensitivity, and Spanish voiceover, which is only going to be available in America. Kind of weird. Uh, if you're if you're in the market for PlayStation VR, GameStop's offering one with a free PlayStation camera. Uh, it'll be sixty bucks off, and it'll be it's also available on Amazon. Okay, Julio, <laughs> don't did you mute yourself? You did. Uh, in the world of go. Nintendo. Uh, Nikalis announced that the Switch port of Cave Story Plus will be adding cooperative multiplayer. It's also worth noting this won't be ready at launch, but will come later in a free update. Okay. Uh, Nintendo Real DLC for Fire Emblem is it, Echoes. Did they say if it's local or is it online? Probably local, I would imagine. I think I local. I didn't, I didn't see... net code for that. Yeah, I didn't see online. I heard... I think it's pretty sure... I know it's local co-op. I don't think there's going to be online for that, though. Mm-hmm. That'd be neat, though. That would be cool. I'm excited for that game. They said that there's more stuff that they're going to announce about it. I wonder yeah, what yeah. Could there's... you add to that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that was a pretty beefy game. Amiibo Maybe. support? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Not hey, everything wh- needs Amiibo support, man. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Work. No, it does not. I mean, I, I, need to, I need to get use of these plastic pieces of crap that I bought yes. on my show. <laughs> I know. they. <laughs> I mean, they are making an Amiibo for... Uh, what's the other game they put out? Oh my God! Oh, Binding of Isaac. So, oh really? right, they're making yeah, they're making a, an Isaac. Yeah, they're making an Isaac amiibo. They amiibo. announced on their Twitter. Yeah. The most depressing amiibo ever. It's a really creepy amiibo. It is I mean, really, it's really creepy looking. It's yeah. like straight from the day. De- it's just Isaac crying. Oh, did they? Is there like an actual like I can see a rendering of what it will look like? Yeah, I think there's images. It's yeah. an actual oh. image of it. Yeah, on their on their Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a big deal for a few minutes. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't I don't particularly have any desire to acquire this, even though I've bought Binding of Isaac at least three times. So, I don't know, but I, I also don't give a crap about amiibos. That also could be because I've never used an amiibo. I mean, there's really no good use for an amiibo other than yeah. sitting on your shelf. So, like, I, I don't know. All right, well. Moving on, keeping it going. Nintendo revealed DLC for Fire Emblem Echoes Shadow of Valentia, and it costs more than the game. What? The, Hold season, up. the season pass will contain 22 pieces of content broken up across five packs that will, also, another game. that will also be sold separately. Those who opt for the season pass will save 30% compared to the cost of purchasing each pack individually. That seems like... They're adding, a, you- they're adding a lot of content. Yeah, but, but like, come on, man! Like, still. sell the game again if you want. If you're gonna make that much content, I sort of have a problem with 
these microtransactional DLC money making schema where Oh, you mean like hey, let's charge you 50 bucks for the Battlefield season yeah. DLC without even telling you what it is yet. That's like we don't know. Battlefront's MO, by the way, not to bring oh, up I'm at Battlefront. Ghost. I'm at Battlefront, yeah. my bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, but yeah. uh Battlefront 2 promises all this stuff and everyone got mad hyped about the 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 reel that looked really cool and like there's a legit storyline now and oh my god you can play every class and every movie like okay all right so what comes with the base game is the first question out of my head based on the way that ea handled battlefront one i think I, they're going to learn from a lot of the mistakes about about it that was overwhelmingly criticized i, I, I agree yeah. too i think they learned a lot from that I, it, at the end of they the day it have, is still it is still, still ea so... so you have to expect that they're going to try and nickel and dime you somehow the only thing i can imagine is like you guys get to start with like the last three movies and the first of the rit retcon new movies like you know yeah, like that's all you get, and then every movie extra after that is a DLC or a quote unquote unlockable that takes a real long time to get to. Wouldn't be surprised. Like you can unlock Ray, but you better be playing for friggin' four hundred hours before you. Yeah. Were. Yeah. Or it's only five dollars, dudes. Like, come on. You know they're they're like they're like that creepy dude in the back alley behind Walmart looking for <laughs> looking to shell out. Where do you shop? I don't know. Yeah, Where do you shop? Really. <laughs> not where you shop, apparently. Apparently not. You guys don't have a creepy guy behind your Walmart? Uh, I go to Target because I'm classy. Mm. Mm, don't have to get all dressed up like you're going to Dollar General, huh? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm apprehensive about that, but that that sort of behavior is irksome. Yeah, irksome, I say. So, Tristan, Nintendo CEO. Tatsumi Kimishima confirmed Animal Crossing is still set for mobile devices this year. God damn it. Please, I mean, good. Oh, please, God, let it launch side by side with a proper Animal Crossing. That'd be cool. For Switch. For Switch. Switch to Switch. Everything should come out for Switch, man. That would be cool. Everything. Mm-hmm. They, Nintendo has really created a, a blowout with this one, and I'm very pleased. Yes. I've Last... been wanting them to do well for a long time. Me too. Continue. Last week, we reported that longtime hardware and software designer Genyo Takeda was retiring from his position at Nintendo. While this is still the case, a newly translated Nintendo Q&A revealed he would be called on call for service and guidance mm-hmm. as a special corporate advisor. So mm-hmm. still sticking around. That's cool. I mean, that's... Well, he's yeah. been there so long. It's like he's going to go home and be like, well, fuck, what do I do now? Exactly. Yeah. They're going to be like... Sir, can you please just tell me if this is a terrible and decision? And, like, you wouldn't want, like, I don't know how to, like, it's, he has to have some kind of sense of pride in the company, you know, like, at, at some point, everything that goes on there is kind of his baby, so he wouldn't want to go away and just watch it fall apart. True. Exactly. True, yeah. true, exactly. true, true. The entirety of the Neo Geo line of games for Switch has surpassed 200,000 downloads across 14 games in all regions. That's pretty impressive, actually. The Neo Geo. Is it? Yeah, because I mean, I didn't buy any of them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want any of that. I would be very curious to see what those numbers would be separate if there was if there were other titles available for the Switch. Like I I think that a lot of that Neo Geo success was because there was not really any alternative. Like if you if you judge how they perform now that Mario Kart's out, nope. 
I would expect. I bet that's why they released sales numbers today. A huge decrease, or whenever right what was that we're right. we're looking this from? Because no, I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that to like spite them or shit. Like I bought like three or four of them on my no, Switch. No, so. but you're totally right because the second Mario Kart came out, I stopped giving a crap about any other game I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part, with mm-hmm. the with the sole exception of Tumble Seed. That but uh, that Mario being Kart said, is like the that is the best best version of Metal Slug that I've played. So, yeah. All right, industry news. Playtonic announced they're responding to fan feedback with the upcoming update to Ukulele. I personally haven't played the game <sighs> because, because no, I changed Switch. my pledge to Switch. But uh, in a lot of the, all the playthroughs <laughs> that I saw, I did find the NPC dialogue to be annoying. Did you? Thankfully, you'll be able to skip dialogue much quicker and limit character gibberish. There will also be adjustments to the camera and more, as well as other enhancements aimed for speedrunners specifically. Oh, good. Kids can learn to code in Minecraft Education Edition with a new feature called Code Builder. The tool itself shows up as a small robot that kids can program to do things uh, through the Learn to Code platforms like Tinker, Scratch, and Make Code. It's kind of cool. Those with more advanced knowledge can bypass the in-game robot direct uh, completely and code in JavaScript. Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty dope, actually. I didn't know that. That is pretty cool, yeah. I, mean, I didn't even know like that was around when I was little. You know? I, I didn't even know they had an education edition, so that's pretty wild. Let it's me tell a you great something. Great time to be alive. If somebody had offered a class on coding in high school or college, I would have be been a right over that, dude. For sure. Especially tied younger, into a, the younger tied into you get a game into like it, that. The younger yeah. you get into it, the easier it is to learn. Oh, Not to yeah. mention the fact, like, I love Redstone as a concept and used to make crazy contraptions and logic circuits with this so i can only imagine what else you can do now in minecraft that they're oh yeah to the full code world so i mean i know that doesn't really affect most of our viewers and listeners but i thought it was really no, cool but still, thing to that's, bring a, up. that's a cool share and like uh we all probably have family members who can yeah. benefit from that that's awesome next and up friends darksiders 3 has been announced by thq nordic after it was leaked and it's set to release on ps4 xbox one and pc uh i linked to ign's first look um so you can check that out. Did anybody play Darksiders 2? I have not. I haven't. Uh, I got it. I got it like for free. I think. As yeah. Like a download, and I still well, this played it. this one actually stars someone completely different. It's not the same like skull face character guy. It's a woman. Mm-hmm. She's a Honestly, mage. I remember very few things about Darksiders other than, wow, this is a lot like Zelda and God of War. Yeah. That's yep. Yeah, that's. I never really got. It. I never got into it. But. Mm-hmm. Yep. Longtime writer at Valve, Chet Falzik, Felicic, is leaving the company after 12 years. His work includes writing on the two Half-Life 2 episodes, as well as Portal and the Left 4 Dead games. Get tired of waiting around for whatever's next. <laughs> they never greenlit anything after that, so he's it's probably not, just They don't make around. games anymore, man. They, they make trading cards they and made, gems. They made Dota 2, but just supplements their selling card tactics uh-huh. so here's a cool story i found did you guys hear about this so the reddit user chemist 49 discovered a gold cd-rom uh with the master source code for the original starcraft in a box oh, yeah. of blizzard stuff he purchased on ebay Whoa. he went back and forth with the uh reddit community about what to do you know he's like should i release it uh the code for free to the public or should I give it back to Blizzard? Uh, Blizzard Legal contacted him, uh, and 
you know, he was still kicking around what he wanted to do. So after days of debating on whether or not what he wanted to do, um, he chose the latter. So he actually returned it to Blizzard. The company thanked him with a free copy of Overwatch and $250 in store credit. He thought <laughs> he thought that was pretty cool and that was going to be the end of it. Uh, until he received a phone call from Blizzard who offered to fly him to BlizzCon. They asked him if he was ever there, and he said no because he's on the opposite coast and it's way too expensive. Mm -hmm. So they said, why don't you come out here and we'll pay, you know, all expense paid on us. Uh, And they also sent him a huge gift box full of various Diablo and Overwatch PC swag. Okay, that's kind of cool. Thanks for not leaking our source code. Yeah, dude, for real. The moral of the story is: do the right thing, and thou shall be rewarded. Sometimes I think that's pretty cool. Do the wrong thing and get sued until you die. Yeah, because that would have backfired so hard. Auto backfired real hard. He would have been he would have been a flash in the pan hero to the Reddit community. But yeah, like honestly, it's good on good on Blizzard for doing that because they didn't have to do shit. They could no, they didn't have to do anything. Yeah, they could have just said. Thanks, but like they were they, like in uh, uh, in the post too, uh, Blizzard you know said that they were they felt it was the right thing to do. They wanted to really reward him because he didn't have to do what he did. I mean, technically, yeah, they could have strong armed him, but um, they said they really appreciated the fact that you know he did that. Um, yeah, so I thought that was cool. Cool. Uh, but that's all I got for news. I, on the other hand, Blizzard is doing really well right now with Overwatch. In fact, I was reading somewhere about their uh, initial sales. They've made an immense amount of money since Overwatch have come out exclusively on Overwatch sales. And did you did you see that they <clears throat> released the? Because in China they passed a law that they have to release the odds for, for virtual drops. loot boxes and stuff. So they yep. released those odds today and i think they're actually pretty fair they're they're decently balanced i mean As obviously like bullet points yeah are... bullet points basically say every box you get will contain at least one blue item which is rare mm-hmm. uh you'll get an epic purple item every 5.5 boxes and a legendary item will appear once every 13.5 boxes hmm. which i think is fine yeah i do think maybe they could be a little bit higher just because of duplicates? Yeah. But I don't know. It could I mean, be worse. Whatever. They yeah. also could just make more skins than I If would I looked ever, at if I, I looked care. at like Activision's or EA's loot box drop rates, I would expect something way worse than that, honestly. So. Yeah. And they do give four items per box. Some some places give like three. Yeah. You know. So it's a pretty it's a pretty significant spread. There's um <clears throat> so there's also another bit of news, which is about Bethesda, and we touched on it here, and I want to just bring it up officially, which is uh, there is a game being generated, uh, being coded, called Pray for the Gods, and oh, it was right. spelled P-R-E-Y for the Gods, uh, which was supposed to be like a Shadow of the Colossus-inspired game uh, about a, quote, lone hero sent to the edge of a dying world. It was pretty impressive for like a small studio. In yeah. Year. And it was a Kickstarter project, and they did a really good job making this thing look fun. Uh, And it's coming out soon. In fact, they're in, like, pre-alpha footage uh, is available. But So here the problem was that Bethesda got their hands on this and decided that Prey for the Gods sounds too much like their new game Prey and uh, decided to have a litigation. And they sent their lawyers at them, and they actually ended up settling that if 
they were to keep the name Pray for the Gods, which is how they had built hype and promised all this stuff for them, they would have to change the official title to Pray, P-R-A-E-Y, as in the old-style Pray um, for the Gods. But they're allowed to use a symbol in their title, which looks like a woman praying and her hair and, like, shawl make the E. Yeah, and I it's see a that. it's a weird it's, it's like so a weird dumb. thing. Yeah, and and it doesn't I don't think this is something that needed to happen Pe- to people, me. People people would not get confused by that. One they is weren't. a word pray and the others uh, let's be honest, the other one's a game that many people if yeah. they if they if Bethesda would not have went after this indie studio, honestly, I wouldn't well, have even found way it. less people wouldn't have even known about the game. Yeah, I actually think the game looks really awesome. I'm looking. It at It looks right really now. cool. I can imagine perhaps that Bethesda was worried about their upcoming potential sales uh, no, for it's, Prey it's since such, they didn't deliver. They did on the, the they did the same thing to Mojang when back when they were making a game called Scrolls. Yeah, they did. They tried to take legal yeah. action for them because of Elder Scrolls. But didn't Scrolls win? Uh, oh no, they lost. I think they lost. I feel like you're right. I think they lost. Uh, somebody out there knows that they can tweet at us. Let us know. That's such the, BS. Was, it just makes it so sometimes it makes it hard. That. You know, like as much as you adore a game, yeah, like Fallout or something like that, and then you find out like the shady legal shit that goes on. I mean, at that uh, studio. In order to in order to keep myself from feeling that way, which may or may not be mental gymnastics, I try to rationalize that there is a game dev team. There is like an artist team and a group of developers who love the game. And then there's a legal division. Right. And the legal division is a fully separate entity that right. all they do is try to keep shit from going to. I mean, yeah. well, those, the the, day... those things are usually outsourced anyway. They, they're, they're right. like people that protect IP. Cause if, exactly. you've, if you've ever gotten a like letter, uh, they'll the tell you this. Is. Yeah. This is so-and-so representing blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, it's and, still it's still shitty because Bethesda yeah. Bethesda would have known about it and they could have just been like let it go it's fine. At yeah. the end of the day, a studio is only as good as the people making their product. And I that's agree. Exactly why everything past Halo Reach sucked, or yeah. that's why Pokemon Now is so different direction than Pokemon back in the day. Uh, yeah, also because accurate. you know those people only stick around for so long before they want to move on to new projects, and when those when those people change and new artists come in. That product is going to change unless you're, you know, an Activision subsidiary whose sole existence is to make the same game over every year. <laughs> Straight up, dude. That's the only time that it really happens. Doesn't it, does it, it still sort of blows my mind that Activision and, wasn't it Treyarch for a long time, went back and forth making, what was it? It Call used to be, it used to be Infinity Ward and Treyarch. That's and then it. Mm-hmm. They got Sledgehammer in. Uh, and now there's another one, I believe. But <laughs> it just sucks because they take these studios. Now, Treyarch used to make the, the good ones. Spider-Man games and Tony Hawk and all this Dude. cool shit. And then they got absorbed and were just like, yeah, you're you're on Call of Duty now. Treyarch's Spider-Man game yeah. was so good. Yeah, Nostalgia dude. for a half second. I played yeah. the shit out of that. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's so much talent that could be working on cool products. Yeah. Uh, but instead... They got you know, and Sledgehammer Games. I they made the first Dead Space, and now what mm-hmm. do they do? They make they make COD, and yeah, it's such it's a, a shame. shame. It's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. 
It's a shame. Like that, that, that talent could be making so many cool products, but yeah. What are you gonna do? What you gonna do? Choose them up and. And they won't even port Dead Space two and three to Xbox One, and I'm upset about it. They're backwards compatible, aren't they? Nope. No, they're not. I thought they were. No. Nope. Wasn't the first one? Yep. The first one's also a digital download. But uh, I want to play two and three because I played the crap out of one again. Because it was good. And now I'm ready to be scared and spoopsed again. But you know what um, else is good? Two chicken shit for Outlast 2, which we should talk about for a half second. But go ahead. Oh, speaking of Outlast 2, there's news on that. Yeah, I know. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they came out with a patch, I think, today, or they're coming out with one. That makes the normal difficulty apparently a lot less, quite a bit less difficult. Good. Apparently because the feedback they got was this game it's is... brutal brutally ridiculous and people like to the point where people weren't even having fun it's not it yeah the game has received such not negative backlash but the amount of times you would get brutally horrifically murdered the shitty thing about something like that is with a horror game like that when you make it like a rinse and repeat i have to trial and error my way through it you stop getting lose that fear factor yeah Yeah, well yeah because you see everything coming yeah Plus, it, so, it, it, it rips you out of that immersion and, like, yeah. all those feelings and that experiences you've built up. They just become just, anger. Well, yeah. it's, it's erased because yeah. it becomes anger and you're like, oh, yeah. right, I'm playing a video game. I have to start over. I don't, I don't mean, like, they should, like, funnel you through the game like it's a movie, but you should, you should at least make it so that the game is mm-hmm. – you, you, you maintain that impact and you maintain that atmosphere and you don't lose it because it's mm-hmm. it's the most heart difficult thing in the world. What was that right. game that came out a while ago? Was it Dead by like Daylight even, or something like this? Even with uh, Resident Evil 7, like, it's n- I never, Same I've movie. only played it a little bit, but from what I've seen, it doesn't oh, seem great. like it ever gets difficult to the point where you would lose that immersion. No, it is permanently yeah. scary. I mean, <laughs> granted, we didn't beat the game. We got about halfway, but even through that we were permanently horrified Uh, none of that was none of that was oh my god i just killed this guy five times and i keep getting ruined and so i have to try it again frustration which is what that can turn into it was genuine fear because the game didn't ever make it so so hard that you couldn't progress it was yeah they had a nice they towed the line it was a good balance but uh, you know i agree with you so I'm, I'm glad to see there's an update to LS2, which came out. If you guys out there have been playing it, please let us know what it is. I am seriously too scared to try it. <laughs> uh, it's, too, it's too much for me. I, I watched some Let's Player try for a little while, and I decided I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Cool. Cool. Anything else for news? Anything else in the world? No, that's all I got. Did we talk about the 2DS XL at all? We didn't. Uh, we mentioned it last time, but let's bring it up again because some people may not have heard that one. Uh, Nintendo announced a new version of the 2DS XL, or the the new, a new member of the, the 3DS new, family called like the, the 10th, like the tenth member. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember we talked about this last week. Yeah, we like, mentioned oh, it. And I was like, we'll join the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, uh, for those of you who may have missed last episode, uh, the 2DS, the new 2DS XL, new. Nintendo Splosion device. Not even, not even worth getting the name it, right. It isn't. Um, but my point is, is there was there was a hands-on event, and a bunch of 
outlets that are larger than us yeah uh got their hands on it and the universal you know the kind of unanimous thing is like Mm -hmm. yeah this is the this is the best iteration of it yet so Hmm. do with that as you will i'll be picking one up i'm sure but uh also i've been hearing that the pikmin game is is pretty fun so that that makes me happy but i want pikmin for the switch yeah, but this is like a side-scrolling platformy Pitman. So I agree right. with you that I want proper Pitman, so which I, I it has to be fucking coming because be I remember like last year, two years ago, Miyamoto was like, "Yeah, we basically have Pikmin Four already done." So uh, it's got to be somewhere. <laughs> Maybe, or they put it on the back burner, like Gabe Newell puts most everything. No, because something like an IP like Pikmin is almost guaranteed to sell gangbusties. I want new Pikmin too. Gangbusties. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we wrap up for the day, I want to just quickly discuss uh, Tumbleseed a little bit because it's one of the newest Nintendo Switch IPs that has dropped. Uh, It came out for a couple of different systems. We sort of mentioned that we've been playing it. Well, to be fair, it's not a, it's not a Switch IP. It's not. Yeah, you're right. Not, it's like, not a it's Switch not Nintendo Direct. Game. Yeah, no. it's just time exclusive, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, it's on PS4 already. It's oh, on PS4 it? and Steam yeah. and Itch and. Oh. So then it's not even a Switch game. It's, it's like everything. A it's not. It's, it's just a, a, game. a game. Yes, but, but it's a good uh, game, and it I plays believe, the best on Switch. I believe the Switch is the best version, especially with that HD rumble. Yeah. And handheld mode. Yeah, I I um. Well, tell, tell, tell them, give them a description of what it's about, our listeners who may not know. So, okay, so Tumbleseed is a uphill rolling game where you pilot a seed through a randomly generated world up a mountain face filled with holes that are distributed differently every time you play, and there are insects and bugs and enemies that try to destroy you. And the game is so challengingly difficult to master that you're either going to love the challenge it gives you or you will hate it. And I think one of my favorite quotes that I saw in somebody else's review was, I love, it was, what was this, IGN's? It was like, I love everything about this game except for the act of playing it. And I sort of feel like that's like a good way to describe this. Um, I was a little bit more generous with it in my review and I, I definitely felt like the game is is the kind of puzzler that has been missing from the Nintendo Switch lineup at the moment. And I, I, I know it's just a game. It's not like for the Nintendo Switch. For, for me, it was that next thing that I was looking for besides Mario Kart, which is a classic. And I was literally buying the Switch for Mario Kart. But, uh, you know, I need, a, I need a quick in-between game game. And uh, that, to me, is what Tumbleseed is. What do you think, Antonio? Is there uh, so it, feelings you have about it? Oh, I've got feelings about I've it. I've been I, challenging the shit out of I, the store. I hate the game, but <laughs> I love the game. Um, yesterday, last night, uh, I went to Will's place, and I uh, he's like, oh, let's play some Tumble Seed. I was like, fine, we'll do some runs. <laughs> so we did some runs on his Switch, and damn it, I had like a 16-minute run. Which is a really pretty long time for that game because trust me, you're going to die a lot. A lot. And I got a high score. I obliterated his score 
obliterated my score on my Switch. Wait, and he that's, set the high score on his console? Yeah, he I did. did. Oh. That's, that's what sucked by a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it sucks, sucks for Will because now he has to sit there and look at it. I know. I got really close to beating it today, though. Well, it gets but it better. it is really annoying. It I gets did tweet better. it. I, I honored it. I tweeted it out. Yeah, he honored image. it and tweeted it. And then today I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, do some Twitch streaming. So I set up the Twitch. I set up uh, my Switch to Twitch. And I set up uh, <laughs> I had to, and I set up Tumbleseed. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I've got one goal right now, guys. I was like, I'm setting the timer for an hour. Mm-hmm. I explained the situation that I just explained now. And I said, I'm going to best my score that's on Will's Switch. And I did. Yes, you did. A little shot. I know it was about an hour and 10 or an hour, somewhere around there. Uh, but yeah. I got a pretty long run. It was like 20 minutes, half hour, something like that. It was pretty remember. good. You also and did pause to get like water true, halfway through your run. But so my I'm score, not sure about that my, time. My score was 333. Yeah. So now you get to look at that. Which is pretty good, and I will destroy it shortly. The I've discovered, because I did a quick run today uh, after work, <laughs> which was a um, uh, just a little tester to see how the score system was working, and I discovered that I didn't put any flag seeds down, and I died. I used up all my all my spaces, but I had made it actually about halfway up the mountain, just trying to go for like a how fast can I do it run. And, uh, you know, the, the game doesn't, it didn't give me a score. I got a zero when I died halfway up the mountain. (laughs) Yeah. When I didn't plant any flag seeds. So I'm kind of under the impression I have to do more testing that the game only scores where you plant your last respawn point. Huh? And so when you go into stage two, it's like a default, oh, this is two, seven, five, or like this is 300 at the start of level two or whatever it is you know what i mean interesting or like 250 at the start that's the thing is the game doesn't tell you anything it doesn't give you any markers it tells you how it tells you how nothing works at all you get a little you get a little image i kind of like that though for me that's not bad but it's it's nice to to, discover this i would like to know how scoring works at least there should be a glossary to to be sure there should be a glossary there should be a how does scoring work there should be a can you directly challenge your friends and i think the one thing that the game is missing as a challenging uh, roguelike roller uh, like <laughs> roguelike this, roller. is the ability to see a friend's progress up the mountain as That'd be you cool. go. Yeah. Like, a little, like a little bar on the side. Like a ghost ball. Yeah, like a ghost ball. Either, Even just a either, marker somehow. Or like a, like a, yeah, like a flagpole on, yeah. the, on I, the right side. I don't side. know, because I think the whole point of that game is to be hyper-focused on... I, That's I, true. You know, I think I think maybe that would de- it would detract or distract from from the task at hand, possibly. Yeah, you yeah. Get, I think you get I think by, by keeping it. yeah by keeping that score at the end, you can I focus think, on what you're doing and right, not worry about that. Right. I think you would. I think you would. It would be detrimental to the experience if you had like a oh I'm racing up because it's not that kind of game. You know, that's a good it's point. All about being get, methodical and slow. If you get distracted true. by a second, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you though the one thing I have to say about this game I kind of wish I I'm not really sure but I, I kind of wish they would patch it but level two is disproportionately difficult compared oh to level one. Oh my god, significantly more difficult. It's not it's not like a half step or a full step or even three steps harder. It's a full ten steps harder 
than level one. You guys sound like a bunch of babies. No, dude. I'm telling you. Let me no, give you this. It's you way play harder. It. Uh, if they ever decide that they would like to give us a review code, since we've now bought it twice, I'll give it to you. You can play it. Uh, or we'll do a giveaway on, on our site again. But like this game... Level one is, okay, a couple different holes. You're getting a handle on the controls, and, like, there are a few bugs. Oh, no, there's a fly, whatever. You get to level two after struggling for an hour to get up to level two, and level two immediately presents you with, like, four spiders that can teleport across the map, basically, and you're kind of, like, inching your way up this mountain face going, like, okay, all right, I got this. Like, uh, I'm going. And the spider... Is is just looking at you like, hey guy, what's uh, what's going on over there? And then he does this this long hop over all the holes that you can't go around, just just long hop, lands right next to you on the board, and he's just staring at you like, I'm gonna get you, buddy. And you're like, no, 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 like creeping up the hill. The spider's coming, and then it sends a fucking flying snake at you, also just piloting across all the holes. Two, yeah, even. And they don't care. They don't fall in these holes. They just they just angle at you, That's... and you have to continuously go. And it literally brings your speed up from if you're going, let's say, one mile an hour conservatively, so you don't fall in these holes, to like 15 miles an hour because you've got to get out of the way of these things or else you die. Well, that's that's what annoys me. Like, so the thing that it's bugs like too much. Their well, one, spawn rates are off. Well, that. But one of the things that really bugs me is if I am a seed, which I am, and I fall in these holes, and that's the point of the game is for me to mm-hmm. avoid these holes. It annoys me to no end when a bug or whatever enemy it is jumps directly on it, and for them it's solid ground, and they don't fall down it, and they're fine. Yeah, they should have to obey the same physics that I have to. Or, um, or even if they don't, like, make pathing that encourages them to pretend to go around the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't care if they actually die. I just want them to pretend to have to go around the same paths that I have to take if they're uh, governed by gravity. The snakes are kind of the one exception. Because and the, they are. the other thing I want to say, too, is like you were saying, yes. it gets to the point on level two where you have to pretty much just hightail it as fast as you can through the whole level. Mm-hmm. And I think what I like about the first level more is... I like not having to do that because I, I like the challenge. Less pressure. Well, yeah, and I like the challenge of taking my time and being like, okay, I could probably get that gem, that crystal over there. If, you know, I just take my time and go through this sliver of, a, of ground that I have. Yeah. Um, it changes the dynamic from a survival by skill to a survival by luck and and potentially by adrenaline yeah i mean game there's been a couple times well you could see in my in my um because it's not skill at that point at at the second level it's not skill it's just how fast can you pretend to fly through this how lucky can you how lucky how lucky do you get with the spawns with the layout Mm -hmm. yeah i have not i don't know i i should probably check and see if anybody's made it to level three and four yet but i would love to know what the rest of the map looks like and i don't know that i'm ever going to get there but I must because I must beat your score. Dan- yeah, See, this is the thing. Won't. The game pulls me in. <laughs> you won't. I might. No, you won't. I could. You won't. Oh, here's another bit of news. Tumbleseed is doing a challenge giveaway coming up. What does that date start? Was that the 7th? Uh, I don't know. I you texted this to the group. Said, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll find it. You find that while I mention it. it but, uh, oh, I found it. It's, uh, it looks like if you stream yourself playing the Tumbleseed daily challenge and get the highest score... 
and you uh, you show them the video recording of you achieving this high score, they will give you five hundred dollars, uh, which is a pretty big deal actually because this is pretty close to bribery, but also it's a, it's a it's a pretty awesome way for you to engage with the devs, and uh, and I think honestly it's pretty start smart marketing um, ploy on their part because everyone's going to want to do this. It starts May 9th. Yep, and, and it ends the on last, the 15th. Yep, is the 15th. Yep. Mm-hmm. So one winner every day uh, for each daily challenge from the 9th to the 15th. This is something I feel like we should take part in because uh, so we probably will be doing or at least I'll be doing at least one of the days if for no other reason than it's a game that I don't mind playing and uh, uh, and it's a, a game that I think I'm probably tolerably good at as well as you, Antonio. Yeah. And, uh, it's the daily challenge, not the main game. So it's sort of a different level for everybody. And there's probably a very small pool of people who are like, that's even worth my time. So why the hell not? Yeah. You know, cool. So I keep agree. an eye out on the radar for that. And if you would like to challenge us, uh, you know, you can engage with us on the, hashtag pixel reader and uh we'll uh we'll talk to you there yeah all yeah. right well that wraps up episode 61 of pixel Raiders land party podcast i am your host antonio uh i am your host will you can follow me on twitter at scotch underscore man i am on twitter at underscore tones on underscore i'm tristan i'm on twitter at tron dude with d-o-o-d uh, and yeah, and if you want to talk about uh, this episode or any other games we've played or want to hear us talk about, uh, you can tweet us at our official Pixel Raider at Pixel Raider Twitter uh, or send us an email to podcast at pixelraider.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, and if you do enjoy the show, we would love to have any kind of review on uh, iTunes or whatever you get your pods. Uh, it really helps to keep the show going, and uh, it's always nice to hear what you guys think. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Later, guys. Later.